Hello and you are welcome to the RF podcast. It is the 16th of August 2023. We're just gone half seven. Top floor, Mayo's tallest, largest, most important, culturally significant building in Mayo. It's RF Towers. It's the RF podcast. It's John Stagg. It's Endemac. It's the first round of the Mayo Club Championship preview show. Always a big one, always an important one in the podcast the last couple of years. Gets people talking. The fun starts now. The decisions, the talking, the rumours, what's going on with teams. Are they going to get it into gear? Have they peaked too soon? Plenty to talk about tonight. And uh, we've Enda back from Australia on his holiday. Enda, how was Australia? Australia is a great reference. Just working out. It's 37 hours since I had any sleep. There could be a few gaffes tonight. Well, it was be... much different than the other week. <laughs> well, you can you can you can use that as an excuse to get anything wrong, but I think with the the way the form is uh, over the last few years, and even last week, I think we got a few things wrong, or the league predictions we got wrong, and that's all a uh, part of the fun, I suppose. But uh, lows to get through tonight. We have we have a, we have a, the polls are done. Um, 500, 600 votes on the polls. We have Ruan bookmakers have the odds in. Um, we'll have the previews. We'll have the decisions ourselves. We'll try and make head and our tail of it uh, as we go along. John Stagg is here. John, how are you? Great, great. It's like, it's like the week before. It's like the week of Christmas, isn't it? The it is, if, except you're not you're not yeah. rushing round and uh, running into Castle Bar on the twenty third and pissing rain trying to buy a couple of vouchers. For people, yeah, and all the a... and all the lads are off the beer. <laughs> they all break Most out. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I wonder would yeah. there be many? I doubt there'd be too many now, lads, breaking out. Even though it's a couple of festivals and stuff on, there's uh, concerts and stuff. It's hard to uh, it's hard to keep in, but uh, I, I'm sure all the all the all the the, the serious go getters, the championship will be uh, will be getting their sleep yeah. in this week and their fluids in or whatever else they have to do to. Uh, Get right for the big weekend. Big week, big week down in Belmullet and in Sala. Two big festivals going on down there. So, uh, and two big and winds then, coming down there the weekend as well, John. Oh, yeah, they'll be hyping <laughs> it up. We're getting ready for us into all weeks of the will, the two of us. Yeah. <laughs> Kilcommon and Belmullet, two big wins. Um, yeah. What about, uh, yeah, I've seen the festival. I think Kieran Boland from Kilfine. Uh, I got I got a Snapchat off him today. I think he was down doing a bit of work down there. There was a fella going round on a tractor lawnmower, uh, cutting the grass, and there's a fella in a roller behind him, leveling it out. So it's it's uh, it's soft undergoings there, wherever they're uh, wherever the place is. So well, we can keep the roller going, I suppose. We today. might send Tommy Grogan down with a bit of sand. Yeah, oh, there wouldn't be any, there wouldn't be any shortage of sand down that side either, would you? You're not too far from. Uh, Dahoma and 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 the, and the rest of it. And actually, I've seen San Versailles in Newport in the last couple of weeks too, Ref. It looked top quality stuff. I've it, seen it on Facebook. Oh, did you? I think that's topsoil. That's not sand. I'm sorry. Even though, side, even though, even though, it is. Tired. It is so fine and it is such a good quality topsoil. Um, it would look like sand if you're driving by it. You might see it out in the, out the out the Morani Road in Newport. Check it out on Facebook if you want. I'm surprised you yeah. spotted that end now. And the other thing, Ref, you're talking about gambling. Um, the bookmakers, what they're always afraid of is the smart money, Ref. Okay. And Ruan bookmakers, there's been a splurge of money for one candidate for the Mayo lady's job. 
Oh, oh yeah. Here we go. Yeah, and the money's coming from the Hollymount direction. That's all I'll say now, Ref. And, uh, it's smart money. It's mattress we, money. We, it's a, we, until... we, we may be losing a contributor to the podcast next year. Be very sad to see it go, John. Is there any way we can, you can double job it? No. Uh, Sinead, Sinead wants me to go in and do a bit of stats, so I don't know, might be might be in trouble, yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> have you any interest in it, John? Um would have any interest in it. I I it's a job that would interest me. Rather now is the time I don't know. Okay. We won't press you too much more on it, but no. uh, going by the undercurrents in, in 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 the Mayo football circles, your name has been bandied about by a couple of big names around the county. So uh be interested to see what comes of it and we'll uh, we won't press you too much more on that. You know I don't I wouldn't be uh, I won't go too hard on you. Um yeah, we're here, lads. We're, we're we're talking about it for six months, at least. When did the league start for regenerate? Seven months now. The pod is going. We've always had an ear and eye out for the club championship, and we're finally here. Um, and we, I suppose, will we get to it, or is there any other bits and bobs there you want to touch on before we get going? Anything else happened around the county? I hit, a, um, I hit a crow today. That was the most exciting. That was happened to me. I was driving on the road this morning. I hope it wasn't Keeling Crow. Whoa! <laughs> oh. Why is it? What is? It, what did you hear about Keeling Crow? And uh, no, I didn't hear anything there, Rep. You said it sounds. The way you said it. Worried. The way you said it there it sounded like there was something up or something. You no. might have heard something. No. No. Okay. Okay. Windy down in Belmullet this weekend on Sunday, I believe. <laughs> it's a few Gary Moore lads windy before they head down, and maybe a few Hollymount lads windy before going to the Barney of Kiltain. Barney of Eris. Yeah, and yeah, and as I said already, going down the weekend of a festival, like because you have so many people home as well, there are going to be huge crowds down there. It brings it back to the time when there was a festival in Hollymount in 1991, and Knockmore came to town, and we're after beating them at the county championship final the year before, win our first senior title. So it was seen as a bit of a fluke. So Knockmore came in the second round up to us. It was on a Sunday evening, an awful bad weather as well as so it was. And um, so we were, I suppose, trying to prove that the year before wasn't a, a fluke. And um, it was it was hell for skelter sort of a game altogether. And uh, as I said, it was a bad evening, huge crowd, huge, huge crowd. And uh, we got the better of them. And right at the very end, all hell broke loose. So all hell broke loose. And I remember there was a man up behind me at the time, and he showed us, Jesus, the festival is well on over there. <laughs> <laughs> but it was, it's still talked about to this day. You know, so you had Dempsey and Stanton and Peter Butler and uh, Kevin O'Neill, like not more great team that time. Alan Malloy was playing. And and of course, our own lads now weren't um, the likes of Mike Morris and the Jenninses and a few more. We're no slouches either, you know. So, um, no, that, that stands out for me. So I, I hope we don't have a repeat of that town in Brangareras or uh, Bell Mullet on uh, the weekend. Did you uh did you have a few pints afterwards? Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. I was I was too young to be drinking that time, but uh, yeah. Let I tell you, it was it was nearly more as enjoyable as win the county the year before because I said it was kind of proving a point as well. Like. Yeah, it was a knockout then as well, was it? Well, it was knockout. Yeah, it was second round, which was really a quarter final. Jesus. Yeah. Serious stuff back then, um, and it's serious now. Balana Brafey on TG Cahar. It's on. Sunday, I think at two o'clock. Is it three o'clock? Two half two? 
Two fifteen, yeah. Two fifteen. Wow. Yeah. And um, who does an odd one? Yeah. Brafe fifteen to eight. Balana one to two. It's it probably the year there's been the least talk about Brafe. For the last twelve or thirteen years, they've been talked up, talked up, always as potential winners. I don't think anyone is talking Brafe up this no. year. Uh, End of the polls are saying seventy five percent Balana. Yeah, eighteen Brafey six for the draw. So, it's it's a very surprising margin from the general it public is, and Mayo. Yeah, yeah. Brafey at home. Um, was it the last round of the league to give Kiltana tanking? Did yeah. I think that's when they got all the county lads back? Was it? Yeah, and they needed to win. And they, they needed need to, to win. win. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Uh, but this year. Up and down, Ref. The night we seen them against Knockmore, pretty impressive for the team did out. But up until that, they hadn't been going that well. No, I think they were missing an awful lot of players too, though, throughout the league. So, yeah. or, uh, and it wasn't just that maybe one or two were missing uh, or, or four or five and they were coming back. There was dribs and drabs and there's books coming back and books going. So maybe they've got their their act together the general public seem to think it the bookies seem to think it um i don't I think, think it's, it's a lot tighter than the betting ref I, I, I do yeah i i genuinely think it's a lot tighter than the betting um it's a tv game tg car is it yeah i'm surprised tg car went with this game and they didn't go with castlevar not more I'd say one reason, Ref. Um, Personality. Superstars. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, no, I'm just saying in general, like, I think a lot more people, I suppose, that maybe, maybe the passing viewer would see it as Porco Hora and Aidan O'Shea. Yeah. And that, and I'd Ryan. say Mayo GA are delighted to do oh. for the other game because to me, the Knockmore Castle Bar game. It's by far and away the most attractive game of the weekend. Yeah, if I if I was if I was away uh, and I had a choice between watching one of the two, you'd be you you you'd be tuned into the Castlebar one, anyway, wouldn't you? Yeah, you well, you, we would definitely we would. Uh, but for neutrals up the country, whatever I'd say, the prospect of a horror American Aidan O'Shea, we yeah. we their appetite on a Sunday afternoon. Let's say. Mm. Bray fever. Poor enough in the league campaign, but you're supposed to be so heavily reliant on the inter-county fellas. Um, lost Robbie it's Henley. It's all about that. It's all about that yeah. now, really. And, yeah. and we don't rightly know. As you said, they're a poor enough league campaign. Finished off there with a good win the end against... Um, who was a good win against the Cup of Was it Was it not more? Yeah, that, that, was, that was a Sweeney Cup. Sweeney yeah. Cup, yeah. Yeah, so... Uh, they'll be probably buoyed by that a little bit. Uh, they're waiting quite left to for them into last year's county final as odds on favourites. So, um, you know, have have they dropped that much? I, I wouldn't say so. They're probably they're definitely still in the top four. And look, at, it's not till after Sunday we'll know a bit more about them. But um, if you're asking me to to pull one of them over the hat at the stage, it would be Balanet. Yeah, Evan Regan has to be back. I think they they'll need to have all their ducks in a row. They'll need their county players playing. O'Callaghan played a horror played. Um, yeah, Murray, Murray, back, couple. Yeah. Murray's back, and I think was he playing wing forward that evening? They played him inside. As full well? fo- he played full forward, didn't he? Full forward. I think he's a little yeah. on the wing as well. Tracy, Tracy played wing forward. He's home. Yeah. Um, Frank Irwin didn't play that evening. Evan Regan didn't play. 
Jer Calf didn't play. Dylan Thornton? Dylan mm. Thornton didn't no. play. There were a lot of lads come in there as well, yeah. yeah. You uh, probably... On paper, on paper, uh, uh, are one of the strongest teams definitely in the championship, one of the top four. But I'm going for a shock here. I'm going for Brefie win at 15 to 8. Okay. Wow. Um, Brefie owed them beaten. There's been a healthy rivalry between the two clubs in the last couple of years. I think there's a, it'll add a bit of spice to it. Um, I am going to go with Brefie as well. If Brafie win, it'll be in a low scoring affair because they're probably having the forwards to put up a big score. They'll well, probably they get eleven or twelve points. Where are the scores coming from, Barrigan? I know they're Conor McStay, but he doesn't take shots on. I'd I wouldn't be you know overly Tracy Tracy will chip in with a few. Frank Earl will chip in with a few. Uh Kevin Newell made a big difference off the bench the last day. Yeah, but will he even come on? on the bench again, but he'll will come he, on again. Will, will he come on with the other lads back, you know? Mm. Like, Newell's been there a long time. Yeah. Um, maybe if, they're, if the scores are well spread out, you know, if, if everyone got one yeah, or two points. Yeah, they'll definitely have a spread. Yeah. I think it's 12 points to 11, this one, and I'm just going to go for Bravery to get to 12. Looking forward to it. Now, that will be a good game. That is the first game in Group 1. The other game then is Mayo Gales against Baal, Derby, uh, South Mayo Club versus West Mayo Club of Neighbours. A lot of history between the two teams. Played an intermediate semi final in Claire Morris with. Sending off, decided that Canavan was sent off. Canavan sent off, yeah. It was a close game as well. There was not much yeah. between them. That was Baal that won that game, wasn't it? Then with Mayo Gales went intermediate the year after. Mayo Gales. Slight outsiders with the bookies, Bal five to six, Mayo Gale six to five. However, I think Ruan bookmakers might be a Mayo Abbey contingent, so I'd say they might be just tilting that one for the crack. So, yeah. that, as you'd say, end a health warning on that one. Uh, the poll 65% for Bal, 25% for Mayo Gales, 560 votes. So, they're tipping Bal. Um, just nearly as much as about uh, an hour in the polls to me I think I seen Bal we came up against them in the league quarter final was impressed and they were missing a good few um, Mayo Gales missing a lot of players they couldn't field a team for Romero Cup final a couple of weeks ago they were down so many so getting all them fellas back and getting them fish would be a big challenge um, I'll be going with Ball in this one, lads. Yeah, I think Ball will just have too much, but it's the real local derby. Lads drink together, socialize together, and wouldn't be much love lost either between them. Um, I would be going for Ball. Uh, thirteen to eight, Mayo Gills, eight to thirteen with Paddy Power. Oh. I think that's m more indicative of the way I price it. And other than 13 day at Brafie, 8 to 13 Ballina. So, uh, yeah, I'd go for Ball there. I think they've just a bit too much quality. They have a lot. Of... I, 
I, I don't think we could overstate how big a rivalry this is. This is a real big rivalry battle and Mayo Gales really is. They're just, they're just down the road from each other, even though one's in West Mayo and does in South Mayo. But since the draw has been made, like this this has been the topic conversation down there all year. Pair from Mayo football, this has been eking in every now and again. And they're watching each other all year long. <laughs> I know different lads from different places have been going watching them playing challenge games, you know. And they're listening to everything that's going on and the amount of the amount of fake news going on about each team, you know, is, is unreal. I came into the chipper and battle there lately in Sorrento's and and uh, John Connor from Battle was one side of the counter and uh, Sylvester Ruan from Mayo Gales the other side. And I was in between them messing like lads, lads. <laughs> I was like the referee in between the two of them. And of course, the two of them were throwing back uh, bullshit news to either, each other, like, you know, but no one was taking any notes to each other, in fairness, a bit of crack. But it's um, it's going to be a ding dong. And um, I think it's at half four on Sunday. I think it's one of the last games. It's the last and, uh, game. I, the last yeah, game. Uh, yeah. And it's, there's going to be a huge crowd at this. So there is, there really is. And this is one that neither team wants to lose. It really is. And it is, it is going to be tight. It's going to be tight. Um, yeah, no. Ethan Henry, Ethan Henry picked up an injury there a couple weeks ago, and those doubts of making it. But I think signs there he will make it. But also the other news was on the other side. Connor Welch got married in Italy last week, and the word was that he wasn't going to be back. But the rumor has it that Stephen that he will be back. No, I hear the, the Mayo Gales man up in the airport watching the flights coming in. <laughs> well, you know what. He's he's in a very important player to bat. He's a huge player to bat, and you got I saw them play that you at the semi final against Ben Mullet in the league, and they started that game very well, and um they got they just went out for for a few minutes for a half time, and um and Ben Mullet took over, and um they just couldn't get it back, you know. So I'd say that they were hurted from that because they won so many of their own. They won every game up to that in the league, so um as I said. <laughs> Both teams gonna be up for it. I think if, if Conor Welch is back, I think it will tilt it just marginally in Bell's favour. So yeah, I, I think it's a clean sweep here for Bell with with three of on Bell, I think. Yeah. Yeah. And just on that uh, Hollywood match with Bell in the league, was it a quarter final or semi final? Semi final was it? Quarter final. Quarter final. Um Connor Welch was outstanding in the first half, even though Bell done most of the damage in the first ten minutes of the second half. In the first half he caused Hollymount all sorts of problems. And the Mayo Gale statsman was near me in the crowd, taking down all the stats, even though his own club were playing at the same time. So it bears out your point, Ref, about how they're watching other. Yeah, well, you got to do your homework, don't you? Um, yeah. Yeah, Bal, for me, they've got a lot of quality players. Big men, too. Big, tall yeah. men. And they're able to move up and down the field. Um, Terry Kennedy. Ryan Fadden is one I'll be watching ref he's one of my favourites I think he has the tools to make the breakthrough at a higher level in the next year or two you're putting the curse on him mm-hmm. <laughs> um, yeah um, they, they impressed me now I haven't seen Mayo Gales so I cannot say it I hope to get to that game Sunday evening all going well I've never been in Mayo Abbey in the pitch in my life so looking forward to Knocking one off the list, it's just lacking that's left then. Um, yeah, all going well. I'll be in Mayo, I'll be in Mayo Abbey on Sunday afternoon. Was there any year we were less sure of the teams that were going to start in the first round of the championship, player wise? The league football in Mayo, I think, has been decimated in the last few years. Lads aren't turning up for league matches, basically. Like the next match we'll move on to is Tamaris and Balahadreen. Could anyone hazard a guess as to the Tamaris team? Will the minors that 
were successful in the minor championship dugout. No one seems to know. And if you go through most of the teams around the county, they're all like we watched Ballina, we watched Knockmore in the last few weeks. They're all, all down a lot of players. There's going to be yeah, some eating I, and I, drinking. Yeah. And sorry, John, there's going to be some eating and drinking in the local papers next Tuesday and Wednesday when the all the match reports and all the teams and the lads who played and came on or who didn't play, you know, when you add them all up, there'll be a lot of talk and a lot of analysis in that alone, I think. Yeah. yeah I, 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 go on, John. I, I agree with you, because um, I was just saying this to someone the other day, and, you know, when you come on these sort of things, podcasts and things, you don't want to be sitting on the fence, but it's so hard call a lot of these games this year because of well, so many lads away, so many lads injured, fellas just back from county and all that sort of thing, gone holidays. It's just... It is hard to get, and you look at this next group we're in now. Westport, in fairness, it's it's easiest, easiest, an easy team for us to get a bit of a handle on because they've had a, they've been pretty consistent all year, and the fellas coming back into it to boast of them. But the likes of Clamaris, Balladrine, Charleston, the very in and out league campaigns, a lot of injuries, uh, for Clamaris and Balladrine, lads away the sort of crack. So, yeah, exactly. If you were to, you'd be, uh, you'd do very well to name any of them teams come come uh, the weekend. There's be a lot of injuries this year, is it? Or am I just? Yeah, seems to be an awful pile of injuries. Like you, you, you look at Tamaris and Balhadrine. Uh, Diskin is obviously out for Tamaris. For um, what do you call him? Has gone travelling. Jeez, uh, my brain. There's a couple of them gone travelling actually. Dave McBrien is out for Charlestown. Balhadrine. Uh, or for better change, Jesus. Um, yeah, you need sleep. I, that you need sleep. Tamaris, I think, will still have enough at home to win against Balladrine. I think they will introduce the Hurleys, maybe, maybe Gilmore, maybe not as sure in Gilmore. Um, might be just enough to get them over the line. Balladrine without um, McBride haven't been going that well in the league. Yeah, we'll go with um. I'll just check the polls as well. That's where we're at. Jack Clamart's favourites is fifty five percent. Bala, thirty five. So uh, nice edge there for Clamart. I suppose McBride out. I think Bala were missing a good few lads over the league campaign in and out too. I know Akram is coming back. Um and a fish, I believe. Uh, I seen him one day in McHale Park. Telling a colleague of mine that he'd be fit for a championship. I don't know. Did he know it was me that was there? But yeah, he he was uh, saying he should be fish. Um, Paddy Power Rods, five to six, Clamara, six to five, Bala. So nearly evens your choice. Yeah, six uh, to five, five to six, Claire. Oh, Jesus, uh, Ruans have Clamara at six to five, isn't it? Yeah, so it's nearly evens your choice. So there's not a huge difference. I suppose a big difference if you're spending much money you put on, but Tamar's <laughs> uh, um, probably a little bit of value, I'd say, at home with Ruan. Yeah, yeah. Who are you going for, so Clamaris? I'm going for Clamaris. John? I think I think the minor success will definitely have given Clamaris a good bit of a shot in the arm. And uh, I think the prospect of these Hurley lads and Paul Gilmore and such you know, young talent coming into their ranks will definitely, definitely give them a boost. And I'm looking forward to seeing these lads playing in senior football. And I, I've no doubt uh, two Hurleys definitely will play. Uh, Dara played wing back for the minor team, actually. And I think he was a relevation back there. He was um, 
revelation. He was like, he, he was attacking at speed, giving great ball in and even kicking scores as well. Now, look, it's going to be a different ball game going in against, you know, a seasoned team like Valadrin. Um, but these boys, these boys are exciting. And um, I think, I think Clemars might just have enough as well for Valadrin. Yeah. It wouldn't be one you'd be having a big bet on anyway. No, but I'd be watching it with interest, I think. And yeah. in fairness, it's going to be, it's be interesting to see, like just to see the form lines after this weekend. I know I keep saying it, but um, I I don't think I remember doing a pod with the first round where we were so unsure of a lot of games already. Like we're kind of going, Jesus, like we don't actually know who who has what now. It's just kind of there's only one team out there that have been playing their team consistently all year, and we're moving on to the next draft. Westport against Charlestown. Westport. One to ten with Paddy Powers, Charlestown eleven to two. I don't know what Rowan is betting it. One to fourteen for Westport, Charlestown seven to one. The handicap Westport minus eight, um, is just under evens. Uh, Charlestown plus eight is evens, and that is the lie of the land with the bookies and the poll wise, just the ninety three percent for Westport on this one. And, yeah, but uh, Harry missing, of course, is the big story. Yeah, and, and that's a lot of people won't even know that. I don't think listens to the pod either. I didn't know it, and me going around to 11 that Charleston plus eight was a great price, even bet. Yeah. And and someone said to me, and she not realized Towie is out. I said, No, and I said, oh, That's your plus eight. So it does, it, it yeah. takes a good bit away from Charleston. Um, very hard to see them pull this one off Westport at home. It's Westport at home though that pitch doesn't suit them I don't think either no. might suit uh, might suit the bigger physical more physical guys in Charleston if I, if I know anything about the lad that'll be setting uh, Charleston up he'd be trying to keep the score down thinking that this group second third and fourth could go down the score difference so if I was forced to have a bet here to be on the Charleston plus eight I think they'll park the bus and try and keep the score down yeah. What what fruitless. what Charlestown don't need is a ten point hammer in this match. It puts them behind the eight ball for the rest of it. Because you think the other three teams will beat other in the latter stages. Three of them could end up on two points. Yeah, you'd imagine this is the battle for second this group, and the three teams yeah. are all thinking that they'll get that second place. Yeah. So it, it's a, a huge one. I'll get onto it later on. There's a couple of away teams that will be trying to keep the score down the weekend and hope that it goes to score difference. It has to go score difference with three teams on equal amount equal amount of points as Linda. So yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so I'm going for Westport here. I think we'll all be going for Westport. Yeah, but I would look at that plus eight best with interest. Yeah. And then the next game is the Neil at home to Ballantubber. And Ballantubber on the polls get 94%. And uh, just looking here, I don't see... Oh, 11 to 2, the Neil are. And Ballantubber 1 to 10. 1 to 12 and 6 to 1 with power. Okay. Um, my, my great catchphrase, Ref, an all-known form... <laughs> the Neil have no chance. They're after being relegated to Division Three in the league. Um, having a anus horribleus so far this year. Um, you'd expect them to be competitive for ten or fifteen minutes, and Ballantubber to pull away. Um, just can't see how Neil can win this. Neither can I. I think the did the Neil play Monavay in a challenge match recently, and they got clipped well. 
they're an intermediate team in, in Galway. So maybe, you know, I know that I think Shawnee Cosgrove has retired from the Neil. Um so that's a big loss for them as well. I don't know, is Pork Welsh even involved or he is he is he coming down for a lot of it? So um I cannot Tommy's back. Tommy Conroy would want he'd want to be back. Um <laughs> <laughs> he'd want to be back um, for, the, for the need of any chance I think Tommy has to score 3-6 I, I can't see anything but a, but a no, no. win it would be the shock of all shocks if Daniil pulled this one off yeah John yeah. hard to see it hard to see it now right um, like Daniil as well documented over the last couple of years have been tough going for them when Tommy injured last year, he hasn't been around much from this year. He's been around at all. So um, they're very, very reliant on him, obviously, up front. But they have a few good lads coming up, um, you know, from under 17 next year. I think for the Neil this year, it's going to be all about trying to keep their status again and get that one win that will keep them up. And I don't think it's going to be in this group. Um, I think they're going to be more or less going into a relegation fight again. And um, they'll be looking to win one of them games. They were lucky to stay up last year as well, John, weren't they? Oh, they were. They were. They definitely, uh, you know, rode the luck definitely over over in honeymoon against Davids. But look at they're up, and the thing is, I I think they definitely won't want to be going down because they they still have good talent coming through, and um, you know, it's been a rocky couple of years, but I don't see any point in going down and trying to be fighting into me to get back up to senior like so. Yeah. They fought hard to get up there for years, so they'll want to keep their status, and the longer you keep up there, a few lads coming into it. Um, you know, eventually you might start competing a bit better, you know. But look, well, I said it before, it's very hard to compete with, with the town teams now and the likes of Knockmores and these. It really yeah. is because they're so strong. Well, to lose up two, two or three years' time, you could have an inside line, two men inside of Tommy Lydon and Tommy okay. Conroy, do you know? Yeah, and that alone, you can you can do an awful lot. If you two, de- two, two killers up front, you can build a team on that. It's you know, that's the hardest part of getting the, the scorers. So, yeah. I did they go up too soon? I often th- think that, that you know they shot up in there. They could, they, they could have probably done another year or two at intermediate, maybe just to, to yeah. sort of build. Maybe, but look at the likes of Bell. Probably you could say the same went up a little bit too soon, and uh, they've mm. kept their staffs as well. And and you know if they win, if Bell win on Sunday, you know they they'll fancy their chances against Bell to get into a quarter or Brave to get into a quarter final. So I suppose it's all about building, and um. I know the Neil have struggled in the last couple of years, but they'll want they'll want to stay up there, as you said, with a couple of more lads coming in as well. And they've had a lot of injuries as well. You know, they've had no rub of the green at all. So, Fair. but you'd have to say Van Tubber here. Van um, Tubber a bit of win and run. Their chairman won the first prize in the Mayo GA draw the weekend, ten thousand euro. Nice touch. Yeah. Yeah. Ahamore two to five Bally. You're Hornet. skipping you're skipping the next one. Fair play to you, Rev. That's what I like you doing. <laughs> Good man. Go on, Inda. Go on. Talk to me. Um Gary Moore, five to six favourites against outsiders Bell Mullet, six to well, five. I I always bet back my bet of the week, but this week I won't be back on my bet of the week. Hold on a second. You can't go calling it better of the week and then you don't back it yourself. You can if it's against 
your own club. Balmulet are seven to four, Paddy Power. It's an unbelievable price at home. They're coming off a Division Two win, um, and a home advantage, uh, and they've really turned their season around. Like early in the year, Balmulet were struggling to get a management team. We're hearing the talk: they can't get anyone. They can't get anyone. Now, now they have a high-powered team and. Lads coming back back into it that weren't expected. I think Owen O'Donoghue has come home. Mm-hmm. Um, is uh, Barrett home as well? Oh, which Barrett? Um, Mikey, is it? Okay. Yeah. So um, now they did lose uh Evan Ivers to injury, who's a huge loss. He played midfield in the county final a couple of years ago. But the, the bulk of the team available were in the county final a couple of years ago. Um, Owen Healy. And, was it Owen Healy's missing? Yeah, and the goalie, Kilker, isn't he missing? Mm. Kilker, Aaron Allen, both of them are gone. Both first choice goalies from that time are gone. Kilker, uh, or I think it's Kilker, and not Kilker. Yeah. Got Kilker, yeah. Kilker. Yeah. Um, I just think 74 is unbelievable. Value Gary Moore been very consistent now in the championship the last few years, but it's a big ask to go down and win a Belmullet. So 51% Belmullet at 74. Yeah, 51%, 40% for Gary Moore. That's the, I think it's one of the highest for the draw, nearly 7.8. Yeah, so so, so Belmullet got over 50% of the vote. Is that what you're saying, Ref? They got 51.9. Yeah, and you're getting 74. It's It's just value. For me, yeah. yeah, okay. I am going to go with Enda on this one. I'm gonna go with Ben Mullet. Um, if 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 not a draw, so I just I just I, I'm maybe maybe you've me fucking burnt out I telling think. me, Te- yeah, you've me brainwashed that, so. yeah, yeah, it's getting more for me here all the way. <laughs> and I and I, I really looked at this now high up and low down. I just think the cats out of the bag with, with Ben Mullet. They've had a great year, a fair play, and a division two football champions in the whole lot. And they weren't going great early on the year found here to get a manager and fairness two lads that come in and done a great job. But I just and I think I just think there's no surprises here for Gary Moore. There's no ambush. They know exactly what they're hitting into. Um Ryan O'Donoghue who's got to be their their point of um contact as in as in nullifying him to a certain degree. And uh, Gary Moore around a long time now, and um, they they of all teams ever they they won't be fearful going down to them. They're they're a senior team too long, and um, I I just think they'll they'll have too much for them on Sunday. And I know I know there's a few lads in Bemulus that saying you wrote it off before, and I know I did, but I, I just feel Gary Moore would they'll just find a way to win on Sunday down Bemulus. I really hope you're right, Chad. There we go. I can't. That'll be another one we're looking forward to. Um, are you still going staying down the night, John? In Ben Mullet? I can't. I can't. I'm actually not even around for any game on Sunday because uh, we're we're going up north and uh, we've gone up for a week. The week, but uh, Amy here has a county final on the following Wednesday, so we have to come down early. So we have to go early. So. Ooh. Yeah. So unfortunately, I won't see any game on Sunday. Yeah. Okay. Not bad, Brave and Not more Castlebar. Actually, a higher percentage. Draw on this one, fifteen percent went for the draw. Knockmore versus Castlebar, with Castlebar the favourite with forty nine percent of the vote. What uh, is the betting? The betting is 
Um, 11 to 10, Castlebar, not more. 10 to 11 with Ruan. Just see Paddy Power. Evens and evens with Paddy Power. So yeah, yeah, there's not much between yeah. them, though, no. is there? No. Um, Castlebar, the, the team that all the talk is about for the last couple of weeks, and understandable why they're excellent in the last couple of games in the league. But if you look at the Knockmore game in the semi-final, Knockmore were four points up with a few minutes to go and let it slip. I don't think they'll let it slip at home in the championship, and I'm going for Knockmore. Okay. Uh, Knockmore versus Castlebar Championship. Someone texted us in. They've lost in 2010, 2011, 2013, 2016, 2019, and 2022 against Castlebar in the June 2007. Yeah, that's one for the board. <laughs> the yeah. soundboard. Yeah, it's 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 a very bad record. Um, Probably don't even know it themselves. Know. I didn't know there was such you a. Do know. You, yeah. <laughs> Nigel Nigel Reed mentioned I made West on Sunday actually. Oh, did he? Yeah. Sorry, John. So, I didn't. I didn't tune in. Sorry. Well, that's that's sorry. That's sorry. Like he was only a minute on. We hadn't even mentioned not more. And he said how bad not more we're going. <laughs> I said, just talk about running down. He's only, on the, he's only on the show a minute, you know. Mm. But um, more, I have a feeling here as well too, not more are going to be Castlebar. Castlebar have been going really well. I mean, look, at we've, we've talked about the last two years since Barry's come in. They've been going really well. Two league titles. Unlucky not to get the county final last year. You know, we're, almost, we're almost in it. So they're, they're making progress the whole time. But it just feels as a kick and knock more this year. And I think they really want to rattle at Westport at some stage because they haven't got a rattle at Westport. They've won two county titles, but I know one thing they regret was they haven't met Westport along the way. And they definitely reckon, I get the feeling, they reckon they have their measure if they can get them. But um, I fancy knock more uh, to come out on top here and put down a statement on um, Is it Saturday evening it's on? It is Saturday evening it's on Mayo GATV as well. Yeah, yeah. okay. Um, I'm going with Castlebar. Look, I've been talking about them. Um, I've been talking about them for a while. Actually, watched them train the last night. Ender took a leave. You, you, done, you copied me. You were looking in over the fence, Rev. I was. I was going home to do the pod with um Jerry McGowan, and I said I'd watch the first uh, first half, the second game, the minor game was in at the Tormacady match, and um. I was the, I had the car parked behind the goal at the at the Castle Bear pitch and seeing what was going on, I leaned up against the fence there in the corner for 10, 15 you minutes. Just, yeah, yeah, yeah. Consistency. They're they're very intense. The training is very sharp. Look, they look part. Um, I'd love I, to actually. I expect Ref Barry Moran to be a future Mayo manager. Ooh, you better get on and bet a lot better than you got on that night in Westport, so. Oh, we, we we had a good frank discussion, right? Yeah, <laughs> is, is that the Jim Gavin line? Good frank discussion. Yeah. No, yeah, I, I know. I'm I'm gonna mess with that too. Um. Yeah, look at he's jumped in there, and he looks like he's he has he's running a tight ship. He's running them on the top teams in the in the in the county. They look impressive. The standard is good. He's a good background. Seems to be a good talker. Seems to know what he's about. Um, he doesn't doesn't doubt himself either. Like he believes in himself. So that that's a big, that's a big plus for any of these managers. Jesus, yeah, yeah. Could be a good shout, Ender. Could be a good shout. 
And that's it. Ahamore then two to five. Ballyhonus nine to four. This game's in Ahamore. I think it's a Sunday evening game as well. It's one of the later games on Sunday evening. I believe it's is it on Mayo Gia TV. Okay, it is. Um Ahamore slight or well decent favourites in this game here at Rouen Bookmakers, and they're given a, a minus two handicap at night at four to five. <laughs> which um isn't a bad looking bet. I don't think Ahamore have been very impressive by the looks of it. They're racking up good scores. Um they were they were consistent in division one. So Yeah, not... both teams going pretty well, ref, but uh, uh the addition to Michael uh, of Michael Conroy to the Ahamore backroom team, uh, he he's got them uh moving a bit more with a bit more fluidity in attack. Um, they're willing to pass the halfway line this year, so. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it, 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 but a uh, joke aside, no, they have been very impressive this year, and I think they'll have the measure for Ballyhonus the weekend. Um, if I was having a bit there, I'd probably go uh, more minus two. Uh, more minus two, and they are again a local derby though, and no love lost between them. Yeah, polls looking at at seventy one percent for Ahamore, fairly. Uh... Fairly convincing margin, so um, Ballyhonus will this stay up in senior? Did a good run intermediate last year. Um, I think they'll stay up, ref. I think the needles turn, you nearly get your turn if you're down in the relegation dogfight two or three years in a row. You eventually take your turn to go down, yeah. You finally, finally slip to the net, yeah. Um yeah, I, yeah. I, I, I can't. I find it hard to make a case for Ballyhonus in this game, and I, I know it's a local derby, and they and two teams know themselves if they have any possibility of getting out of that group, they need to win this game. But that reason, that, re- that, that reason, I'm going for a draw. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like a dramatic judge changing at the last second. However, John, it's like this is like the touring or this is like the hurling equivalent, isn't it? It's tour, the touring lads and Belly Horns, uh, Lock and Horns playing football. So, um, as you said, in the no love lost, um, and an unknown, unknown form, uh, more had a more, I say, balanced year, uh, good year. I said they're happy enough where they're at. It's a huge game for both. Just get the feeling Ahamore just might have that little bit too much. They'll know it's a big game for them, but I'd say Paddy and Mickey Seal be looking to get over this game on Sunday and then um, and then kick on, and then they'll have two chances, either against Castlebar or not more, uh, to, come out, to come out into a quarterfinal. And I think that's their aim. Get, get the job done on, on Sunday, you know, get a bit of a kick out of that, come out with no injuries or whatever, and then have a plan. To set on the two boys, um, the two big giants in the group, as we'll say. You know, who, who, who's uh, over? John, sorry, John. Who's over Paddy Honus now? Is it the Derek Welsh. Derek Welsh? That's a big factor too. Like Paddy's been there a, 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 a couple of years. They'd be a lot more settled, I'd think. I think. Yeah, well, yeah. It's hard to know. I mean, they're they're county intermediate champions. Um, the record hasn't been great when they've come up in the past. So. Look, they, they they were the best team in intermediate by a good way last year, in fairness. So it's whether they've kicked on or not. Um, just think that Ahamore will have that little bit too much. Okay. 
Okay, yeah, I'll be going off more too. That's the senior wrapped up, lads. We'll go straight into intermediate in round one, group one. Island 80, Bunny Conlon. Very, very intermediate game here. Like these are two real, I know Island 80 Junior last year and the year before. These are really two stalwarts of intermediate football for a long time. Island 80, 67% in the polls. Bunny Conlon, 274 Ruan bookmakers. I'll have to get that up on in a minute. Um, I don't have that one on me because the senior is on one page. Uh, yeah, Island eighty up last year. They're probably the favourites in the polls for that reason. They're impressive. I've seen them a couple of times this year. Not bad now. In fairness, um, Ruan bookmakers. Here we go now. Let's get this up here. What are we thinking, lads? I'll just get this uploaded. It's the first drawing going for the weekend. Both teams went pretty well in the league. Um, I I just think it's draw written all over it. Island eighty four to five. Bunny Connell eleven to ten. Uh, it's in Island eighty. And I'm I'm struggling to to pull them apart. Into the... Jesus, I'm just looking at some of the intermediate games here. There's an awful lot of them that are uh, tight. Very tight. Very tight. John, um, who are you going for? Island Lady and Fairsum, like um since they come up and the league did a really good league campaign. And um I think they they finished top of the group or the second one, the other one was, um second or third, yeah. Zach Collins. Yeah, so, Zach Collins. I did I see him play yeah. against Holly Mount, I was very impressed with him actually. He's a new new lad on that team. Um I was awfully actually impressed watching Lion Lady that day with just the spirit of the group and the sort of the, the, the language or the you know the, the tone that they were talking to each other and they were pushing each other on they were very organized um plenty of heart in them do you know they're not they're not afraid they're not afraid to get stuck in but they're they're not allowed, they're not afraid to push each other on and and they're vocal enough about it um yeah yeah they've had they've had a couple of young lads as you said there but um in fairness to Bunny Conlon they looked very organized this year now as well and uh, seemed to be having a good campaign and they'll 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 be looking to come up, get the win here, and um, they love the prospect of um, of Davids coming down to them in the second round with their former former uh, player uh, managing them. So I I I just have a feeling Bunny Conning could sneak this by a pint or two. Ooh, Bunny Bunny um, away from home that'd be a great start for them. They're very actually unlucky to make the quarterfinals, John. I think they're in a position. Up until the last round, to, they were in a good position to make the quarterfinals and a couple of hiccups at the on on, on the home stretch. And um, yeah, another man in the second or third, second year in charge, Johnny Griffin's in the second or third year up there. So they'll have us, you know, they'll be a settled yeah. team. They'll, 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 whatever they're going to get, they're going to get it out of them this year, probably. Um, you'd normally see two or three year cycles with teams, and this is coming good for Johnny. You know, this time they won the division three last year, are the one that last year. Or this, or couple, or last weekend. So, um, yeah, uh, I'm going to go with Island Eighty, just because you're gone for the draw, and or John's gone for the Bunny Conlon, and has gone for the draw. So I'm going to go with Island Eighty on that one, lads. Yeah. Um, Island Eighty are twenty to one for the outright, and Bunny Conlon are twenty to one as well. Does it really? Yeah. It's really, it's really um, they're well measured. 
Yeah. The other game in that group is one of the games of the weekend, Ref. There's a bit of a rivalry building up between the two teams. They met in the league final last year. They met in the league relegation this year. And now they're meeting again in the first round of the championship. And that's Davids and Park. Uh, Davids at home. Park beat them in the league relegation to put Davids down. I'm going for Davids to reverse the form and win at home in the championship for Damien Egan in his first championship match with Davids. Um, but again, these matches are wafer tight, aren't they? Yeah. Um, I'm always I'm always um preaching about back and draws. And I might do a couple of singles on the on, on a couple of these games, but at Davids and Park, even on the polls, there's only three percent between them. 44, 47. So mm. that'll tell you exactly. Um, seen Park earlier on the year. I was impressed with Park. In fairness, I've seen them play a Michael Welsh game. Um, and they were down a good few. And they were still able to put a, a, a good shift in. And, you know, missing a few players. I seem to still know what they're at. So haven't seen And Ro- Ronan Carolyn at full forward ref is one of the best forwards at the, intermediate level. Yeah, there's another lad there who impressed me. Simran Singh. Thing, yeah, good player. Forward. Yeah, really impressed Simran. me. Yeah, Simran's a good player. Ronan Riley. Uh, they've, uh, Sprinkling are very good players. A few yeah. very good players. And more uh, coming through. Aaron McDonald. They've two really good minors. Aaron McDonald. She's Aaron McHale, sorry. Yeah. yeah. They have a good lad that's playing soccer as well at a high level that's came in playing. Uh, oh, yeah. as well. you were on about him actually last year. Yeah, I can't think of his name now. But he can, he'll make a big difference as well. It's 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 ah oh, look it's a hard one to call. Um, Parrick had a really good league campaign. We're very unlucky. You remember even um against Gary Moore. Gary Moore got a late goal, and the with Clemaris right up to the end as well. Um, so they probably deserve to keep their status. Uh, Davids have been ravaged with 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 injuries uh, as well. Another team ravaged with injuries, but they seem to have them. I think that they're mostly all back now. And um, over in Davids, it's it's it, you know it's hard win. It really is, and. Uh, I think that's what's going to tip tip the balance in Davids' favour here is, is home advantage. And Davids, Davids are funny. They've gone days and then there's days where they're just not at it. But I have a feeling they're going to be up for this one. And if they are, I, 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 yeah, I think they'll, they'll, they'll come out on top. And if they do, I think the winners of this game actually could have a big say in, in winning out the championship. Yeah. Fenton Kelly back from Traveller. I think he, I yeah. assume he is, yeah. yeah. They're playing Cullen Boyle full forward. I think Kalala played them a challenge match. Stays up in the yeah, full nice, forward line. Rona Mack in goal. Tracy is back, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Cahill Corliss, you know, Jack <laughs> Melvin, uh, Dylan Gallagher. You know, when you list them out, they've they've um there's some really talented players over there now. And a lot of pace. Yeah, they have that actually, yeah. Yeah. Uh, next one up then is Kilchama against Lewisburg. Lewisburg seventy three percent, Kilchama twenty three percent. I think Eastern Gales played Kilchim on a challenge match lately. Bet them. So that's not looking good for Kilchi. Said last week on the pod it's a it's a difficult game for Lewisburg. Um I might tone that down a back, take that back a touching. I don't think they're I think they should beat Lewisburg or they should beat um Kilchimar. Friday night, Mayo JTV in Bacon. Kilchimar pitch isn't ready yet, I believe. Um it's you're not going to believe what I'm going to say, Ref. You're going for Kilchama. I'm giving Kilchama a big chance in this. <laughs> you're uh, some prick. <laughs> and you want to do the division just, three. I, 
matches when Khmer or Intermediate Championship, if the divisions were what they should be in league, you're it doing should this be 11, on 11 you're, and 11. You're, con- you're, you're purposely being controversial there now. You're just... No, I, I think the league should be 11 teams in each division. So well, 11 and division. 11 is 22 and 11 is 33. 16 and 16 is 32. So they're... I would have them a division three team. They're back in uh they're back in division one with the new restructuring. You'd be glad to know. It's full of some shite attempts. You couldn't make Pick a up case the spoon and uh, and start stirring. Come on, what are you after? You couldn't make a case for Kilchma based on anything we've seen this year. Well, I'm just there having isn't... to tell you Eastern Games are beaten and Eastern Games have been poor all year and they're a junior team, so Tell yeah, me. but come here, always lose your challenge matches, Ref. That's okay. Sean Boylan's match. I never win a challenge match. Um, I I don't know why I think it. It's probably just Kilchama and their history. When you when you think they have absolutely no chance to pull one off, uh, nobody. Um, what's the poll? Uh, it's not too bad. Seventy three percent going for. Well, obviously, not nobody, but how many? Twenty percent for Kilchama. Twenty three. Yeah. Twenty-three percent for Kilchamaw, higher than I'd have thought. Um, yeah, I'm going to go for Kilchamaw here. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I, I don't know. Um, I don't know. Can I go on? We might take a break, away. That's just took the wind, <laughs> took the wind out of us. The first time we ever had to take a break on the pod. There's always a huge shock every year in one of the championship matches, ref. Always, without fail. <laughs> I'm going to put it down to jet lag. <laughs> so uh, I guess you two are going for Lewisburg. But look, look, there's no, as you said, there's no better team or club than Kelchimach to, to, to come with the ambush or come with the surprise, we say. But uh, I, I just, I, yeah, I, I'd be inclined to think Lewisburg are just going to have too much for them. But I agree with you. I think, I still think they could hold their status in this group. I still think they could beat Ardenry in the second round. But for the weekend, I think Lewisburg will just have that little bit too much. Yeah, yeah. Lewisburg are missing a lot of players during the league. If they have them all back, they'll win. I don't know what the situation is. And their referee might have a handle. Uh, we did. We played them a challenge a couple of weeks ago, and John Kelly was saying that they're coming back, and there's a few more to come back. Um, and he expects them all for championship, like Alfie Morrison and as like that, uh, will be back with them. So they probably have their. You know, there's 19, 20 players that that, that, that they normally have or whatever. But I think a lot of them, I think you said a lot of them are in Dublin and a lot of them are, are away. Very hard to get collective training done when they're away and they've been away for the summer and stuff. So it's um it's going to be difficult. It's going to be difficult for Lewisburg to try and get to that momentum that they had maybe a couple of years ago. I think they might have, might have went back a touch. Um, Hard to keep it going with lads. See, Lewisburg, it's a difficult place. It's so kind of isolated as well. Like you can't even work in Galway and drive up and down. It's a fair spin, like you know. So it's 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 tough for lads to to hang around in Lewisburg, and there's not much, you know. You're either working in Westport or Castlebar. So uh, yeah, Kilmina and Ardnery is the other game in that group. Then Kilmina eighty three point five percent, Ardnery twelve point eight percent. Seen both two. Both teams play in the last couple of weeks. Impressed with Arden Rhea, I think they've definitely improved. Seeing Kalmina lose to Ballinrobe in the Michael Welch, however, they were down, I'd say, eight or nine players, maybe. As many as eight or nine. 
um, of the and team. And are they going to be back, Ref? I think so. As far as I know, the, 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 I don't think there's any major injuries in the Camina camp. I think it was just a, a series of, of things, holidays and everything else. Um, so I would, yeah, look at the, the, the pole going heavy there on uh, on Clemina. Um Now, you know, they didn't feel for the, that league quarter final. That raised an awful lot of eyebrows as to, you know, are, are there injuries or just people away or what's the story with a team? You know, it's a very strange one. It was a strange one to see. Um, Ardenary got to the league final loss to Arda, but I think they were missing an awful lot of players that day as well in the Division 3 final. Um, so I'd be it's going... It's Kilmean of a full team ref to win, don't they? They do. Who's the new fella you said? Halligan, is it? No? Yeah, it's the Mead fella. Yeah, an awful lot of people talking about him. Still haven't seen him now. Yeah. Uh, still haven't seen him. I'll, yeah. I'll, hopefully, I'll try and get to a Kilmina game in the next round, wherever they're playing. Or we'll see what the schedule is looking. Now it's very hard. Which... Kilmina, yeah, Kilmina should beat Ardnery. Um, it's it, uh, they're at home, and they so yeah, they'll have to go to Lewisburg in the second game, and that'll be an interesting game for them. Um, I don't know. Um, Kilmina, like last year, of course, they come up as All Ireland Junior Champions, and. You know, you come up that first year, maybe you don't get the full respect of other teams. Those games they played there, and I think every every team was expected to beat them, and that's the way they felt about it. Even Banro played them in the was it the quarter final, was it? And um, they were five points up. Um, Kilmina were winning it well, and then Banro came back and got in front, and Kilmina wrestled it back. They played well in the final. They put it up to Ballyhorn. It just fell short. But once that final was over. Everyone was having them as favourites for next year's championship. And so I just think things are a little bit different for them last year. Now, I think you said they're favourites there with the bookmakers. And all that. But I, I think they actually believe in that as well. I think they're they're very confident in themselves. Uh, but it is a bit funny with the, the league quarterfinal and missing so many as well against Van Robin, that final at home. Um, I don't know. I, I, I just have lingering doubts about them this year that they're, they're going to be, they're suddenly going to be favourites for games. Instead of last year, they were outsiders nearly for every game they played, and uh, it's how they handle that. They're still they're still quite a young team. Um, look, and I'm sure John Riley had them well tuned and 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 sweets, but um, yeah, the jury's just out for me a little bit on them for this year. Now they go into that. They went into last year's intermediate championship after Windale Ireland and and that run, didn't they? Yeah. So they never yeah. really probably stopped or slowed down yeah. too much. And maybe I think they, they started back early this year, ref, didn't they? Okay, maybe they're maybe Riley was thinking or we might just cut it here for a couple of weeks and recharge the batteries and get ready for championship. Um, even though the Michael Welsh game, they were decent in the first half. You know, they, they weren't bad. Like there an awful lot of lads missing and lads I wouldn't know. And they were think, okay. I think they were. They'd been big game, a good games for them now. You know that league quarter final. You know, and maybe they thought they're not ready to go up to Division One, which I, I wouldn't believe in. I think they're well fit to go, and and that's where they need to get to. Yeah. But you know, and then even the Van Robe game. So maybe look at lads had holidays booked the wrong times or whatever. I don't know, but I just think I think these are the games that are more beneficial to you now. I think this crack of taking a break and coming back again. I don't know. Can be a bit dicey. Hey, it's the it's if it works, it's the right thing. It's not yeah. the way uh, just to let you know, lads, Kilmeen are one to five in that match. Uh, one to five, Arden Rear ten to three, and the outright winner, favourite, is Kilmeena with Ruan Bookmakers. Well, they're the they're beaten finalists last year, and I know on that infamous night in Westport, 
I may have been slightly inebriated, but I was talking to a top coach that night who could see no one only Kilmina win. And if I, my memory is correct of that evening in question, Ref. Well, they're favourites with the with the bookies uh, ahead of my Davids. We're yeah, four to I one. I don't think we should be talking about lads. <laughs> are you sure, John? <laughs> yeah, we are. We're back. Recording in progress. John, are you there? Enda? I'm here. I'm here, yeah. <laughs> Hold on a second. I'm Enda on the on the phone. Enda, you can come on. Yeah, he's going off the phone. Sorry, I don't know why the, the Zoom just uh, skipped out there and disconnected and stopped recording, but we're back. So, um, okay. it happened. It happened. Yeah, maybe, maybe that was... Maybe that was sweet. It was sweet pulling yeah. the modem out of the wall. <laughs> Who didn't mention his name? Oh, no. <laughs> uh, so I think we're back now, lads. Maybe there was a blip in the internet or something for me. Um, we're all going for Kilmina now, as I take it. Yeah, yeah. Look, Kilmina and Ardenry, they've kicked on a gear, but I just think Kilmina home for me would be the smart money. Yeah. Uh, group three, this is a good one. Uh, Burrishul two to one, Ballon Robe two to five, draw seven to one, Burrishul handicap plus two. Um, is even money. And ref, you done expert analyst on this match last year in the same venue? I did with Liam Horn and uh, your was your, your is it your father in law or your uncle in law, John? No, he's gone, yeah, Porik, yeah, Porik, yeah. yeah, yes, sorry, father in law. Um, I did yes, and Bur Ballon Robe were flying in the first half, and Burshu came back to draw it, could have maybe won it. Ballon Robe seemed to die. It was three eight to 17 points that day. Burshu scored 17 points, it's unusual for a Burshu team to score that many points, but yeah, they're really yeah, impressive. It's yeah, it's it's three of the same, three of the four teams were in this group, uh, same group last year Ballon Robe, Burshu, and Kiltain. Um, Kiltain definitely. Or shadow themselves in that group last year compared to now, and Burshul don't look to be going as well as they were last year. Um, not a great league campaign. Um, got out of jail in the end, put the needle down, and um, home game. Um, I think Van Rover in a better place this year. Um, yeah, I think they'll be buoyed by that good win they had over Kilmeen as well. Um, I think someone was saying it was their first, their first bit of silverware in ten years. I think the oh. last time they won something was the O'Mara Cup final 2013. Ray Kennelly was manager. So, um, yeah, I've I, I been coming down on Ban Robe here. I, I see Ban Robe as, as definitely one of the teams uh, to go all the way in this championship. And um, I'd be giving them the, the nod here over uh, Brian McLaughlin's first show. Yeah, I'd be the same way. I'd be the same way. Um, I was awful impressed with them. I was awful impressed with them that night in the Michael Welsh final. They have six forwards. Each one of them can win your match, and that's not including Jobert. <laughs> and uh, they have good backs. The two Duffies are there. They have a good midfield. Murphy, John Ender. They have a lot of good players. Peter Butler, wing back, coming forward. He's very pacey. Um, they are five to one third favourites for the intermediate. 
Bershul bottom 33 to 1. Bershul at home, probably Balmro felt they'll give, they let that game slip away on them last year and probably try and improve on it. I don't think Bershul, Bershul were probably happy with the point and brought it into the park game in the last game. You were commentating on that one, John. Uh, yeah, look, it's um, it's probably Ballon Row for me. Very impressed with, with, with Ballon Row, actually. So, yeah, I'll go and make it a hat trick. I think Ballon Row will win, but all these games away from home, you wouldn't be having a lot of money on them. But uh, I think Ballon Row will win, yeah. And the yeah. other game in that group then is down in the Barony. We're back, another little hiccup there, just when Enda was mentioning. The game down the Barney. Are you there, Enda? Yeah. So I went for uh Hiltane Rev. Um I suppose uh another team that early in the year the talk was they weren't going well, but they've really turned it around. Um uh I suppose no one in Mayo has seen as much of them as John. He's been watching them all year. So he's best place to talk about them. Yeah, and yeah. I've not done negative to say about them really. Um, I very impressed them. The first game I went to see them, I was against Ban Robe, and uh, I was doing umpire like, and um, I I thought I wasn't expecting a whole lot because they had a few barren years, um, but um, they seemed to really turn things around. I saw them against Castle Bear as well. I was doing umpire, and, and you know Neil Douglas behind the goal that day. And he said to me, Jesus, we played these boys last year and they were very poor. He says, they're, they're a different animal now altogether. And looking back to their team from last year, didn't a whole lot of difference. There were a couple of young lads introduced to right. But um, Mikey Sweeney's back for them and he's he's the fulcrum of their attack there. You know, him at 14, Adam Caravine out at 11. Um, you know, Ulton Corrigan, another guy around a long time with serious left foot in him. John Riley, uh, Liam Donahue. Um, you know, the young Dorden in the corner, he's a live wire as well. Um, look at as I mentioned already earlier on the pod, big weekend down there, Gisala. It's probably the worst weekend in the world they're going down because the world and his mother is going to be home for this big um festival. Uh, so it's going to be a huge test of character for Orleans and to see if they can actually go down there and pull it off. Um, I don't know if they've experienced anything uh, quite like this before because it's a very unique spot to go to. Um, Still think like we we've good players in our ranks, and if if they show up on the day, you know it it it'll be it'll be nip and tuck. It's it's a hard one. I haven't called a draw so far. But I'll be honest, yeah. Seeing our own lads and and watching Kiltain all year, I, I'm 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 not going to call it. I, I'm gonna I'm gonna sit in the fence this one and go to draw. And uh... yeah, um... in just nearly sleep. Yeah, the jet lag is really hitting you now. It's beginning to kick in, lads. You've just got to tough it out now, for fuck's sake. We're nearly there. Come on, pull through. Keep it going. (laughs) What's the next one? (laughs) It's uh, it is Castlebar B 11 to 4 outsiders against Bohola. My Davids 1 to 3. My Davids had a classic match last year. Have I a memory for? Castlebar B were ahead. Yeah. And it was the last. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think my Davids will probably win this game this year again. Castlebar were going better earlier in the year than they have been going the last few weeks. Maybe they've been down players. 
to their senior squad. It all depends how many Barry takes with the seniors, I suppose. Yeah, you're only supposed to say 24, I think. Isn't the rules in there? You're supposed to have 24 in a panel or something. I think they've relaxed it now to 30, from okay. what I've heard. Now that's only fair, isn't it? Jesus, I mean, yeah. having to go tell them that Thursday even, listen, you can't talk on Sunday. I just don't think it's right. So I think they've seen common sense there, and 30 is a more realistic number. It is. Uh, who are you going for there, lads? Uh, I'd be going my Davids. I think they're second favourites, intermediate, and. Castlebar B are down there, thirty-three to one. Um, be, be, before ref, forget ref. Sorry, John. Who'd you go for? In what? My Davids. I went my Davids. I told you I went my Davids. Yeah, and John. Oh my! I'm gonna go my Davids as well. I think. I think there are another team that's gonna go along with this year, even though I know they're missing Ronan Clark at the moment and Brian Reap. I don't think is gonna be in the championship, so they could miss the likes of that artillery as time goes on, but. As regards Sunday, you know, B, lads, they've, they've had some really good results the last couple of years, and Kevin Fine's done a good job with them, uh, Martin Kearney. Um, so I'd still say my Davis would be disappointed if they don't win. So Brian Heenan seems to be on fire at the moment, so um, they'll be expecting um, him to have a big one on Sunday. Yeah, yeah. I'd be, let's see, we'll see what the teams they have out of the squad they have next week, mm-hmm. and we can make better judgment. But if you go on the form, Division 3, Division 2, um, full first team against a B team, uh, Casmara home, but poll wise, it's eighty three percent for my debits. It's you nearly, yeah, you'd be look at you be very hard to argue a point there for Castlebar. Um, see what my debits were lucky. They were lucky against Belmores in that league point. Like they could, they could so nearly win that um game. You have to remember that too. So they're they're I think they're playing at a better level this year now. Yeah. Is that all the intermediate matches? That's all the intermediate no. matches. Oh no, Crossmaline. Before we all cross Malina, sorry, Ref. Do you remember the remember the year we we're doing the pod and we were reviewing the games and then we forgot to do the uh, Charlestown Brefy game or was it Charlestown yes. someone? Because it was on the wrong. It was on the far far page of the yeah. newspaper. We didn't actually check the other side. Yeah, we're nearly missed Crossmaline Clemaine there. Crossmaline eighty four percent of the polls. Kilmaine, 12.4. Cross Malina won the Michael Sweeney Intermediate. They seem to be moving well. They look like they have a good team. They didn't have Connor Loftus playing that day. And Kilmaine relegated by Kalala in Kilmaine. I was at that game. Kilmaine looked poor. Jan Mullen not playing, but he'll be back. Um, and Keedy as well, or Barrett. They were missing a couple of players, yeah. So... Unless things have improved since, but I, I, I was talking to a couple and they reckon that just things aren't going right at the moment for them. So heavily weighted towards um, Cross Malina, the polls. And I'll just give you the rundown then. Kilmaine are 16 to 1 for the outright in that championship. Uh, Cross Malina are 1 to 3 to win the game. Kilmaine are 5 to 2 and there's a three point handicap evens for Cross Malina on that one. Cross Malina, well, interestingly, are fifth favourites, six favourites. Uh, we'll have to defer here to our resident Kilmaine expert, John. Yeah, I, I, I actually haven't seen Kilmaine play once this year, but the, but the, the word out of Kilmaine isn't good, right? As, as, um, as Ref said there, they'll, um, they'll have to up their cases big time. I know Jay and Adam are back and they're boosting them, but um, even not having Oshin is a big loss. Now, like they got the semi final two years ago, up from junior last year. 
got hoodwinked a little bit by our own crowd over here and didn't come out of the group and I think that set them back a little bit. Um it it'll take a huge it it'll take a huge turnaround from the last few weeks for come in to get the win in Crossmarina. It's it's very hard to see it. I I could I hope to prove me wrong, but I, I can't I can't see it happening from this weekend. No. No, no I'd, be I'd, be, I'd be going for cross Malina too. Yeah, yeah, I'd be cross Malina too. Um, junior championship. Before have... we go to junior ref, because I, I could forget it, award on your club mate who has retired this week. Yeah, yeah, I was a, I was a stagging at loan Saturday evening when the news broke. Um, can't say it was a shock. But you still don't expect to see it on the phone and up it came. Jason Doherty retirement. Great servant, lads. Um great servant from Mayo. He was the ideal player for any manager, I think, because if you give Doc a job to do, he'd do it. If it was out picking stones, he'd pick more than anyone else. If if it was a job inside to get a goal, he'd get a goal. If it was tracking back and turning ball over, he'd do it. He needed a man to kick a free or a 45, he'd give it a good rattle. Uh, you know, Killing O'Connor got injured. He stepped in there and took the freeze from Mayo. Came in as a scoring corner forward. Horan converted him to a wing forward. Ended up playing centre-half back. Great kick passer. Great attitude. Um, great role model in Burrishul. You'll never hear anyone say a bad word about him. Um, uh, yeah, look at top top lad. He'll still be playing with Burrishul. He'll be he'll be a huge huge player for them um for this year anyway I don't know what the future holds from but uh he was always he was oh I was in school with him like so he was always a good lad like you know you, no one ever no no I don't think ever any teacher ever asked to check if Jack did Jack do his homework Doc always had his work done he was that type of fella I remember getting student of the year and stuff like that he was that type of fella that I think he just you know, he put his shoulders to the wheel when it was needed and he always done his work. So I'd say whatever he does, he does it at a hundred a hundred percent. And uh happy retirement, Doc. Sad to see him go. My memories yeah. of Doc Ref when he broke through first, he was a real goal get goal getter. Mm. The first couple of years in there, he, he, he was a serious man to get goals and his role evolved under James Horn where he became more a worker out the field. But uh serious man to, for the length of career considering the injuries he had towards the latter end of his career he never and missed he had two ACLs he had two ACLs yeah. and he played in both right. club championships Um, he didn't miss a year club championship and done his crucial twice um, yeah it says you. a lot about, about his attitude towards his club as well uh, where he was always available for the club Uh. Look, I don't know, Jason, but um, he was a real role model when he was involved with Mayo and the best of luck in retirement. And hopefully he gets another couple of years out of it with uh, Boris Shul. Yeah, he he met, I think, I remember the day he made his, made his mark, even Boris Shul. I think we were still minor at the time and he played against not more. I think was it John Nixon would have been the manager. I think it was at the time, and he started the game, and we're it was kind of early in the year for the minor. It was a league game against not more. I think he got two goals that evening, and everyone kind of stood up in the club. It was kind of like this guy can because he was pulling us, like he he dragged us through how many games at underage level in, in Burshul, 
Um, and he made his that night. I remember, I guess not more. It's not more. He um he stood up and uh, and that's and he never looked back since. Yeah, even that game after against uh, Park, wasn't it? Mm. He he was nearly solely keeping Borussia in the game. You know, um, at times when they're under severe pressure, kicked some great scores the same day. And even the player that was able to change his game around, as Inda said, he came on as a came on, burst on the scene as a goal getter and got something like was a six or seven goals in the league campaign, his first league campaign. Yeah. And then even this year when he came on, they were using him as centre back at times for cover for um, Connor. You know, so he's uh, he was able to adapt. But one thing I know, I always remember one of the Mayo guys saying was, you know, for a forward, he, he was a serious tackler, serious tackle. Jesus, if he tackled you. You bloody new boy, and like, and there was no, I don't think there was an out to Dorkson really. I don't think he was ever sent off, was he? Oh, I don't know. He got definitely got a black card or two, but I don't. That's a good question. Yeah, no. He was very disciplined. That probably would have been a fourth black, I'd say, probably maybe late in the game or something, you know. Yeah. But um, I'd say there'll probably be one moment that Law would live with him though, even though he probably won't admit that. But um, he like an enormous never. No. Yeah, like you know, nine times out of ten he's burying that. Yeah. And I still I reckon if he scored him. that, we were we would have won it, and he would have an all star. Oh Jesus! Yeah, he won't want to be. Uh, well, he's not going to be listening to this anyway, so it's, you're safe. No, okay. <laughs> I hope not. Anyway. Um. Yeah, Doc, enjoy the retirement. Yeah, and uh, just one ref. We don't get many of them in Gary Moore. Congratulations, Dolan McGrail, on his All Star award. I know it's only minor, but still, it's nice. But, but whatever they call it, it's a team of the year. It's, it's good. Uh, it's good PR. Off. It's good PR for Electric Ireland. That's what it is. Hmm. Is it just just one from me or Inda? Yeah, just the one from me. Yeah. Junior lads, we Junior, junior, yeah. junior. The most important one. Kalala are outright favourites, five to two. Watch the phone there, and that's bouncing off stuff. Um, Kalala five to two are favourites. Second, K Common three to one. Swinford three to one. Interestingly, and it wouldn't have been a couple of weeks ago. Are there now four favourites? A four to one with Trudgen Carver, four to one also. Lattered on sixes, and then the rest: Ackle, Tormacady, Northern Gales, Eastern Gales, etc., etc. Further down the list, we don't have prices for the junior games. But I have them polled and I will try and get them up for you now. The first game is Shrew Glencarob and Tor Um repeat. Made the championship last year four yeah. points, wasn't it? No, the draw, you prick. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we should have won it. We should have won it as well. We got robbed. But anyway, that's another day. Um yeah, I've seen them play each other in the league. I think there was three or four points in the end. Um, Shrewl had, we're missing Mellet, Bohan maybe. They're missing a couple of players now. Um, however, it was tight and I thought that the Torn McKay well. You know, solid defensively, just probably lacked a couple of scores. 75% Shrewl in the, in, in the polls. Um, Torn McKay struggling a bit in the league this year. They only bet Bally Castle and stayed up by default as Brafey didn't feel two of their games. So, um, yeah. yeah look, look, Tom McKeady, I'm sure they love the prospect of Shrews and Carl coming back to them again this year, but 
Shrewd and Carver seem to be a little bit ahead of them this year. And if they've any, if they've any notions of winning a county title up and Shrewd, then they need to win this game. They need mm-hmm. to win about probably four or five points. That, that's yeah. my uh, point. If, if they do win, they're not going by much, I don't think. I think Tony yeah, Kelly, they, they've, been, they've been fairly solid defensively. Yeah. Well, as, as I said, it's a good test for uh, Shrews, um prospects here now. Yeah. Like that's the, that's probably the toughest game in the group for them as well. The other two teams, like, the other two teams are Northern Gales and Ballycastle. Now I haven't seen Ballycastle play, but judging by the results, things aren't going well for them. Actually, they actually train up in Caramore. Do you know that, John? I didn't know. Yeah, we were up there one night. I landed one night with a couple of cones, and uh, I looked into the dressing room. There was four or five Ballycastle lads sitting in there, and I was like, "What the fuck? Why? What are these lads doing <laughs> up here?" I said they looked at me too because they did the jump. I go, "What? What the fuck are you doing up here?" So. Um, was looking after themselves. He must be. He must be. We, we we were training on it. There was a couple of things on that evening. I think that the the Holly Hollymount women were were training and Belly Castle were training and the under sixteens were training and and there was, there was a busy uh, there was a busy little car like park at Fords. I'd say they thought there was a great crowd in it. Um. Yeah. And the other game in that group then is Belly Castle Northern Gales 49 percent for Northern Gales forty six percent for Belly Castle. This will be a good game. It won't be there won't be quality in it, but it'll be there'll be plenty of belt on it. I'd say it'll be it'll be close enough. Um, it'll be a bit of a derby too, you know. Kilfine and Lacken are close enough to Ballycastle to play underage together. Um, I've seen Northern Gales play in the Junior B final against Bunny Conlon, the North Mayo Junior B final, and they were okay for the first first half. But they just kind of lacked any sort of idea in the second half and died out. Um, probably hard when you're putting two teams together and trying to close out a lot of games. They're getting close, but it's going to take time. And uh, I just think in championship when the heat is on and you need to know your men around you, I'll be just going for Ballycastle just about in this one. Um, just on the fact that they're playing together. Even though I know the two forwards are out. Michal Ford is out. Fergal is in Australia. Um, Big luck. They have, they have a Fionn on Caulfield. We had him in at the May under 19 development panel. Lovely footballer. Plenty of aggression. Good attitude. Good tackler. Hard as nails. He'll, he'll have a big game, I'm sure. Um, Kelly inside for Northern Gales. Bowling midfield for Northern Gales. Another good player. But um, age profile, the full back line would, would, would worry you for... Northern Gales, so I just go, I just go, just about with Ballycastle, but I'd say it'll be skin and bone flying at that one. That game's in Kilfine, I think. Uh, Bally- okay. What you say there, Enda? Ballycastle for me too. Okay. Who would you say another game, Enda? Shrewd or Torna? Shrewd is going to sleep. Yes. I think you're blocking your mic on your phone, Enda. Oh, sorry, sorry. Yeah, 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 yeah. Good lad. Kilcommon, <laughs> Kilcommon, Aaron, they were nearly there. I'm going for Northern Gales, by the way. Okay. 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 Yeah, yeah. Going for the shock, yeah. The old Collins. Kilcommon, Arda is a cracker of a game. Arda, after winning the league, Division 3, Kilcommon stayed up. 
Shrewd bet Kilcommon and a lot of the Kilcommon lads were impressed with Shrewd actually by the way I've heard a few reports back that they they were very impressed with Shrewd um, the weekend I'd say did, were you with Nigel Reaper Midwest did he mention anything on that? He did yeah he was impressed with Shrewd but sure what else would he say like? Yeah 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 this is a tricky group Kilcommon Arda I think Ackland and someone else is in it is Ackland no three team group or three team group Oh, this is a dirty group, like this is yeah. Because have been Ackle have been good this year, like they put in good good results. Um, they've been competitive enough. They even had a, a warm train warm weather training camp this year. They were out in Cleveland. Did you see that? That's brilliant. Mm-hmm. Like if you get an opportunity for that for a team to go away for a week somewhere, play a bit yeah. of a game, and and just gel. Big time. Oh Big yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I'd say there's a good old buzz in Ackle at the moment. Yeah, they actually have a good record in these three team groups too. <laughs> they do. They, they all get a home game. I'm not sure how uh Kilcommon have to go to Ackle, so Yeah, it's a big game for Kilcommon if they if they were turned over this weekend, one of the favourites for the championship would be under big pressure having to go to Ackle to win. Yeah, it's not an easy thing to do, go to Ackle. Um are the yeah look at Kilcommon they were everyone's favourite at the beginning of the year weren't they like we're all talking up the, like, you cannot talk, not talk about the fact that Healy's missing and yeah yeah, they've had He's their done. big celebration they kind of hit a target earlier on winning the Comortis I think they've been stuttering along since yeah I think they've only won the six cups so far they won another cup there against St. They Michael's did. Yeah, <laughs> they, they, did, yeah. they didn't post a picture of the trophy though do you notice <laughs> I wonder what that's to with us, but uh, yeah, Kilcommon are fifty five percent in the poll. Are the thirty seven? Are the Car Trainer Car Rochford four really good players? Um, I'm changed. still going for Kilcommon. Yeah, at home too, isn't it? Yeah, I was thinking. Yeah. I was thinking if it was a four team group and there was two Midland teams in it. I think Arda could nearly beat them this and the Kilcommon know they get through to the qualifying line, but John, what do you reckon? Yeah, tough group for Kilcommon. And but you know what? I tend to be delighted with the way things are now. As you said, they were instantly made favourites after last year's uh, junior final. And um they've had a good start to the season and obviously losing uh, Justin Healy has been a huge setback. But look at they've had time to um come to terms with that now. And uh I think they're coming in nicely now. I get the feeling they're happy enough that they're not favourites now all of a sudden. Nobody's talking them up as much as they were. It kind of keeps them all a bit grounded and it gives them a bit of a drive now as well. And um, it's a tricky group and and it's and a tough one to start off with because Ardair are coming in a bit of a high. But I agree with the two I think you'll come and just have too much for Ardair. Yeah. Um... I don't think I don't think the carers or trainer will get the room that they need against Kilcommon I think if they keep it tight they'll, they'll wear wear not more down or wear are they down and hit them on the counter that leaves Ackle in that group then went with the two boys I'm sure all that lads were down there um, Eastern Gales versus Kilmo V Derby and uh, Derby stuff do they yeah I, I, what I do know from my time at Kilmo V they don't fear Eastern Gales like they wanted to play Eastern Gales that year um, so I think they won a recent challenge match you were saying Ref the Beck Hill tomorrow no uh, Tour McKady was it 
Kilmovi bet Tor McKay in a challenge match. Yeah, but I think Tor McKay could be missed a few. Okay. Push, uh, look at the need of a couple of games. Yeah. Eastern Gales bet Kilshima. Again, on the form book, it looks like a Gales win. Hmm. Um, was there only a point between them last year in that East Mayo Junior Championship? It was close anyway. Yeah, there's normally traditionally there's not a lot between them. Uh, it's it's obviously the big rivalry, uh, for both clubs. They're the nearest junior club to each other. So, uh, I expect another tight game. Who's at home, ref? Eastern Gales. Eastern Gales at home. For that reason, I'd go for the Gales. If it hadn't been in Kilmavia, I would have went for them. Yeah, Clala, the favourites are in that group as well, so they'll be watching that game closely, but. You'd expect Kalala to come out of that group, in fairness. Yeah, well, Kalala and the winner of that game is a three team group, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. Yeah. One, one I more. Yeah, yeah. Um, one more group left then. It's Lahardon against Moy Gauna. Uh, Lahardon for me, even though they're, they haven't been hitting the heights so far. No, there's been worry. There's a worry there with Lahardon. This don't seem to be, but you know that you know you normally get that big bounce from a team to come down, or they they'll they'll be flat out until championship and maybe peter up. But they haven't seemed to maybe they're timing it, maybe they're doing the opposite. But they doesn't they don't seem to have been too. That mean raise any eyebrows yet? Have they, John? Yeah, no, and and Jesus, they should have the panel. I looked on through this junior championship. They, they surely have the panel to, to be contested. Um, so as I said, it, it's been very in and out so far. I you know I think they're down a, a few big heads for um for for um the game the weekend, but they should still have enough uh to beat their neighbours um my gonna. But um as regards going on the competition, yeah, as you said, maybe they are time of the run, but um it, there's no big positive signs out of them at the moment now. So um. But look, they'll be looking to get out of the group, get to a quarter-final, and uh, they have plenty of experience of playing intermediate football. That has to stand them uh, in good stead as well as time goes on. Yeah, i seen them play across the line last year. I was impressed with them. I don't know was only a... I don't even know what it was. Was it a league? It was um, It was a league um, something. Was it a semi-final Oof. or something? But yeah, they, they started well. They started well and just um, went out of the game in the second half. Across the line and totally took over the same night. Yeah, yeah, um, but, um, yeah. On their day, sure. Look, and I know that as I said, they have the players, they've mixed it at intermediate level. No, they have lost a few players since that, but they still have they have enough talent in the ranks to, to go very close in this championship. Sometimes they've a lot of young lads brought in now as well, and sometimes it can take that year to adjust to junior football again. Do you know, because yeah. it's a completely different championship. My Gauna had their chance last year to win that junior read, they played Ackle or their bet. Well, bet in, in in the end, um, they'll be just I'd say be more concentrating on on the junior B side of things. The game against Bella Croy will be a big game for them in in that group as well. Um, but yeah, I'd I'd be going Lahardon. La- three all all three for Lahardon. So, yep, yeah, unfortunately, uh, Swinford eighty one percent, Bella Croy fourteen point nine. Bella Croy unlucky to get to the quarterfinals. Had a good start in the in the league. Had a couple of big wins. The the Drew at Arda. They bet a couple of other teams. Um, didn't get there and then, but they've improved an awful lot, and they, they seem to be coming, going in the right direction as well. Bella Croy at the moment, Jerry. Um, <clears throat> they seem to be going well. 
with um sorry Jerry McNulty is the man the, is the manager there Burr Schulman um there's the Conways there coming and you know them, oh. them lads are, are are serious footballers so I think if Balakroy hold hold out there's another couple of young lads coming again next year I believe so there's a lot of young lads coming through there for Balakroy massive ass for them they're at, it's in Ackle that game um Balakroy pitch isn't available um. And I'll be just look at Swinford. I seen Swinford play Tormacady in the league this year. They're missing a good few players, but they, you know they'll talk well, organised, lot of talking, um, couple of good forwards. They should beat Ballacroy, but I won't find it easy. It'll be tough for them. Yeah, Swinford for me. Yeah, yeah, and uh, that's 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 it, lads. I don't think. A lot of talking. A lot of talking. Uh, McNicholas must have been playing for Swinford, so was he? <laughs> yeah, look, I yeah, I go Swinford as well. And when we look down to the junior games here now, I think we agreed on every result fair but I went for Northern Gales instead of Valley Castle. But I you know I it's not till I'd say we come out of the groups we're going to, the junior championship really gonna take off, I suppose that's the way it's been the last few years. Apart from maybe group two, the three team group of um Ackel, Kilcommon and Erda, that's probably the, the most interesting group. But yeah. I guarantee you we're going to have eight contenders in the quarterfinals. In the it's junior. going to be a quality, yeah, seven. Yeah. Anyway, seven or eight. Um, them quarterfinals. I think the junior championship has actually turned on its head an awful lot now in the last two years. It's, it seems to be really competitive all of a sudden. Um, yeah, I think yeah. I'm looking forward to that now. Quarterfinals, there's going to be, you know, you have Laherdon and Swinford, so you're going to have either Laherdon or Swinford playing... Uh, a, a, a Kalala um, or Shrule or uh, whoever else comes out or that or Kikaman so there's, there's there's going to be two probably two really good quarterfinals there um, in the junior championship this year so yes, um, like, I can actually I was talking about chip, in a chipper earlier I was talking about Chinese on Saturday <laughs> night and um, and uh, who was across the road by Mahdi and uh, he the window down the car and he's shouting across to me whatever you do he says Pump up Kilcommon to the last, will you? So, <laughs> I turned around the next day and I tipped Kilala. So when I was, uh, I'm sure he'd be delighted with me. <laughs> he was asking me why the where the runs Kilala stuff come out, of, and I was, I have no idea. We, I, I think I talked him up a bit too early in the year. Matty Kane, an injury doubt, uh, oh, for Kilala. Yeah, yeah. See, I seen him in Kilmain wearing a sling, so I'm not sure what the extent of it is or. Um, he's a yeah, big well, that's loss. A few, that's a few weeks. That's two weeks ago. Yeah, Andrew Farrell, lads. Oh yeah, he's back. Yes. Guess his age. I'll tell you now. Um, thirty-one. Yes, thirty-one. I thought it's all just Crow. That's that's how I was gauging him. Yeah, I was I got an awful end when I heard that. Yeah, I thought he was a lot older. I thought he was older than me. But um no, he's uh, he's thirty one, he's back, he's on, on the end of the square, training away. Great to see him back. Um Yeah, that's that's worth going to see on his own. He is, yeah. He, and he will do damage at that level. If yeah. he if he stays stays injury free. You know he's had awful problems with injuries before. Yeah. Loads of time yet for him. Huh? Three games on Mayo TV. TV. Three games on Mayo TV. John, what were you saying? Sorry. Are we picking a winner of each, are we? 
Oh, I don't, I don't, I've done that two or three times in this podcast. Uh, I'll stick with not more. Not more. Um, I think I went for Cross Malina the last time. Uh, I'll stick with Cross Malina and I'll stick with Leherdon. I'll go on with Castlebar, Moy Davids, and Kalala. And I'm going to go Westport to put back to back. I, I'm just very impressed with, with them in the league final once they got going in the second half. And even next time when we're looking not to win it, and I just think it might be the blessing of the skies and it might be really the kick up the arse they needed to, to kick them on and win a second one. I think Colin Moore in the addition this year as well will be huge. Um, I'm going to go for Ballon Robe. I think that they've come on a lot tenfold from last year. They have a nice mix of youth and experience. And um, I think their time may have come uh, to, to get up to senior football. And I I am also going to go tentatively with Kalala. Oh. Right, lads. I'm sure we got mistakes. I'm sure we may have got a few names wrong. I'm sure we might have think, but we've been on it for a good like two hours. My God. And we said we'd do it early, so we'd, have, we'd be finished up before nine o'clock. It's now 25 to 10. We started at half seven. And we thank like you. If, if, you made the, if you made the end of this podcast, fair play to you. Because I very nearly didn't. Yeah. And uh, you can sleep now for a day or two. Yeah. yeah. We'll talk to you, lads. Good luck. Good, Good luck. luck. Good luck. All right, bye, lads. Bye, bye, bye. Up, Mayo.